Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Clothes. I'm sure they hold some kind of superpower. One moment they can make us feel on top of the world. The next they make us want to crawl under the nearest rock and stay there until the very end of civilization. I'm Susanna Constantine, and this is my Wardrobe Malfunction podcast, a little sanctuary where I talk to a very special guest about their relationship with clothes. We hear about their comfort blanket, their burial suit, and never leave without discovering their most humiliating wardrobe malfunction. Then it's the pyjama party, where you and I discuss your own clothing disasters. And I have to tell you, this week's story is an absolute Belter. Please keep sending them in to help at mywardmail.com or find us at mywardmail. And now, let's get on to this week's guest. I first met her a couple of years ago when I took part in a TV show called The Great Public Humiliation, or Strictly Come Dancing as it's known to everyone else. I was voted out first, and she bloody well won. But I quickly forgave her, and I think she's one of life's genuine superstars. It's Stacey Dooley, the presenter, author and documentary maker extraordinaire who travels the world to bring us her groundbreaking, unflinching and hugely important TV programmes. I love her and I'm sure you will too. So let's grab the handles, open my wardrobe doors and find out what's inside. My wardrobe malfunction with... Probably one of my favourite people in the world. <laughs> Can you get that laugh? Do you know who that laugh belongs to? It's Stacey It's Dooley. Stacey myself. Do you know, I've had the most eventful morning. So Susanna C and I, I sat on my sofa and um, she's brought, obviously, you know, the guys that, that help with the podcast and then two like sensational guitarists came mm-hmm. in the flat and started singing happy birthday because <laughs> it is Stacey's birthday well it is Stacey's birthday and it isn't her birthday my party tonight yeah, and my party birthday tonight. on Monday yeah but so I'll... we're having a little pre-birthday yes. celebration and you got me a beautiful necklace and I got a little present because Very I love her kind. deeply I'm so grateful deeply deeply truly madly and okay so Stacey the first thing yeah. is I want you to describe what you're wearing now because clearly you've made an enormous effort. Well, listen, I knew that um, a fashionista was coming to grace me. So I thought, let me really try hard and go to town. So I've put on black jogging bottoms um, paired with, teamed with a black sweater. Mm-hmm. Does that belong to Kevin? Always flashy, never trashy. Oh. No, this is mine. <laughs> the only size is oversized. Do you know, it's so funny. I always get messages off of like 55-year-old men on Instagram saying, why don't any of your clothes fit you? Oh, is it the men that, that do that? Yeah, and I think, what's it got to do with you? They're all they're all perks. Let me live. Yeah. Let me live in my oversized cashmere. Yeah. So um, I loungewear is really my thing. It is but your also, thing. I haven't washed yet, so. Yeah, no, I can tell. I can Sorry smell. About that. I can tell, and Susanna. I can smell. I haven't had a bath for mm, three days, so. Yeah. Um, 
So you, when you were a child growing up, were mm-hmm. you very much in the hands of your mum, Di? Or did you have your own mind on what you were going to wear? Um, I think when I was tiny, my mother used to put me in really horrendous gear, like, you know, sort of always quite themed. You know Ooh. what I mean? I'd be dressed like a sailor or whatever. No. And like a big nautical <laughs> bow or some nonsense. Like, You're kidding! No, I'm deadly serious. No. And I don't know why, because like we weren't fancy at all. I don't know. It was like, yeah, it was all a bit silly. <laughs> and actually, there was this one time when it was, uh, you know, when you go fancy dress for like a kid's party yeah. or whatever. And um, my mother was like, oh, you're, you're going to go um, as the Mad Hatter's table. As the table, Susanna, okay. right? So I sort of stood in the kitchen and the it was like a big cardboard box. Okay. You know, like you get in a big telly or whatever, like yeah. a big cardboard box. And she cut out a circle for my head and then two circles for my arms and then like glued like plates and cups That's all so around clever. me. I love that. Well, yeah, but I sort of turned up to the do and everyone's like, what the fuck are you? And I was like, um, a table. <laughs> She was, yeah, she was always sort of trying to go for it, but it never was executed that brilliantly. So how do you think that's influenced the way you dress now? Is that why you are... Because I sort of tend to not dress in cardboard so much anymore. No, not so much cardboard or kind of naval gear. (laughs) But because it's like your style now to me is it's very... And I don't know if this... I think it's probably by accident rather than design, but it's very unique to you. It is all these kind of you know, oversized clothes, but good quality, apart from today, which is kind of something dragged out of the dog Exhibit basket. A. What's really nice is it's bobbling as well. Yeah, that's just gorgeous. Yeah, that's so gorgeous. it's nice to have a bit of texture, isn't but it? But that is your, is that because you're, why do you do that? Is, is that because you're, you want to hide your body or is it just purely comfort? Do you know what? I feel like, yeah, my style is definitely relaxed and informal it wasn't particularly thought through I think just over the years it's evolved that way and I think when I'm at work often I'm in quite chaotic places or you know sometimes I have to dress super conservative or it's it's just not appropriate for me to be fancy or glamorous yeah but that's that I can understand but it's like you know when you're out and about or you're going to you know if you're papped or something and you're walking in the streets of London or maybe you're going to something you're still yeah in that vibe so I think yeah unknowingly I have now started to dress like that by choice and I actually love it yeah like I feel my most confident when I'm like casual but in lovely gear that I can keep for years. Yeah. So yeah. I like spend a bit more and I know that's a very um, luxurious position to be in. Like I know not everyone can do that, but I spend a bit more and then I've got it for years, you know, and then I yeah. can just... But then that's responsible buying because, trying to, because you, you buy good quality and then it lasts for longer and you're not, you know, chucking it out after yeah. a week. And sustainability is like such a buzzword at the minute, yeah. but I have been trying to shop like that for a couple of years. Yeah. Well, you know that more than anyone because you were, you kind of brought that to... Um, people's attention when you did blood, sweat and T-shirts. Mm-hmm. And that was, do you know, I was 20 when I did that. I'm 33 on Monday. So that's like 13 years ago. Mm. And I was aware of like the human cost of fashion. And then I did a film in like Kazakhstan and Indonesia looking at the environmental cost of fashion. Like, mm. There was this, at the Aral Sea, like all but disappeared because of like our insatiable appetite for cotton. Mm. Like it's such a thirsty crop. Do so. they grow 
Cotton. Oh, that yeah. in Indonesia, not in Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan. Do they really? Yeah. Um, and yeah, like this seal, but disappeared. And so, like all these fishermen, were like fucking, you know, how how are we supposed to earn a living? Yeah. It was really catastrophic for lots of families. Yeah. And did you? So you got your kind of your baggy look, saggy baggy look, which <laughs> I think is very cool, and it's it's like weirdly for my daughters Esme and Cece they you're a bit of a star icon for them I, I've tried really hard to steer them away from it <laughs> but they keep bouncing Don't back look at her <laughs> and they, can't, so they keep coming back and there is that thing of what they do is they wear something really kind of scruffy with something really beautiful that's yeah and you know so say for example I'm wearing like a tracksuit right then I really like putting it with like your Gucci loafers, yeah, or like, a Fendi bag, yeah, yeah, or like a blazer, like a smart blazer. Yes. So I look like riffraff. Like I look like is she taking the bins out? Yes, but she's also got an appointment with the BBC at two p.m. Yeah, nice. It's sort of like it's a nice that. juxtaposition, yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But did you ever life. dress in a slutty way? <laughs> Yeah, oh my gosh, Okay, yeah. tell me, describe that to me. So I had a bit of a phase. So when I was in Luton, when I was like a teenager, I was real tomboyish. So like kappa tracksuits, 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 tracksuits. And then when you start going out clubbing, you're desperate to look years older than you actually yeah. are. A, to get in the club, but B, to sort of flirt with the boys, whatever. Mm. So you wear like these terrible like bodycon dresses that I used to sort of rob from CNA or whatever, and then like padded bras <laughs> that actually the padding wasn't even working because I was so flat chested. So I would put like socks down there or like tissue, or, and I would go to this club in Luton called Club M. I was like 14, 15. I was oh my God, you wouldn't get in now. I know. But do you, get, do you ever get um, ID'd now? No. Because you, you do look incredibly oh, young. Susanna no, that's C. not a compliment. Oh, it it's is. It's the truth. Feel, you know you look young. Come on. I you look like a sort of child. Oh, I'll take that. I don't feel it. I feel 55 sometimes. Oh. There's nothing wrong with being near that age. But. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. I do feel like I have a neck. Poor old Susanna. I know, I'm she's really... She's neck because she's so old. I've been asked oh. too many blowjobs. That's right. <laughs> no, it's not that rock and roll, Susanna. Don't lie. It's nothing that exciting. Um, but, my darling, so you're when you're... Tra- you, like you mentioned, that you're travelling around the world. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm really interested to know, and I do think this when I watch you, do you take a rucksack? Do you take... A suitcase and what is in that suitcase so funny that you're asking me this question so i sat it the other day and i had um simon reeves on yeah i love him <gasps> in the Wasn't background that good, the did one you see in, it the one yeah, in russia, russia yeah. yeah and i was watching it and simon's got this enormous rucksack nearly all the time and i think what's in the rucksack because i feel like we go to similar locations and we cover similar stories but i have like a bum bag and in the bum bag i have like my phone a chapstick, my inhaler. Do you, are you asthmatic? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. And that's it, really. I, do, I don't have a great deal with me. Yeah, I know, but Stacey, you don't get on the plane with just that. So what no, do you, I don't. What do you take What's in the bag? You? Yeah, so when you're going somewhere like really out of the way and you're probably not going to see a shower, let alone mm. a washing machine, how many pairs of knickers do you take? Oh, I bring loads of knickers because yeah. at the start I used to run out and then have to wear them like inside out. Yeah, I do that even now. Uh, yeah. When I'm at home. Yeah. Sure. 
In the comfort of your own home. Yeah. Can't be asked no, but to and, like, the, I've got a pair on now, which are inside out. <laughs> but, I, you know, I was doing, uh, when I was back and forth, I was in Iraq a couple of times, and there's nothing, I mean, it's all kind of, we were near Mosul, so it's been yeah. completely devastated. Everything's been ruined. You know, that there's no hotels, there's no guest houses. So we would, like, live on a roof, and, you know, you bring a toothbrush and, like, bottles of water to do your teeth mm. and baby wipes. Like, mm. yeah, you sometimes just have to wear the same gear for like a week or so mm. i'm not asked though because i think everyone's in the same boat like we're all a bit hanging me the producer the director i would find that just so liberating it's kind of like if i go somewhere and you don't have to be dressed up for me a it's such a relief yeah but i'm so happy wearing the same clothes every day for a week yeah i've got that and do you know what i tend to do i go through phases so I haven't taken these joggers off, as you can see. For how long? For like, I've had them on for like a couple of weeks for sure. <laughs> like, they are walking on their own. <laughs> but I, I, I try and not wash my clothes too much either. Yeah. But yeah. I just figure if you have a shower or a bath, then your clothes aren't going to get that dirty. Yeah. Like, how much are you sweating, really? Yeah. Okay, so when you're in all that, you're lying on a roof. Yeah with kind of you know mortars going off in the distance yeah you have to have some kind of comfort blanket yeah what what is that wherever I go or where you know if I'm going if I'm somewhere really hostile with work or I'm somewhere really fancy with work or I always feel myself if I've got like a pair of gold hoops in I know that sounds slightly ridiculous but they're just my thing like Mm. they've become I don't feel comfy unless I've got, like, gold hoops in. Isn't that completely... No, I totally get that. I don't know why. It gives me, like, instant confidence. Yeah, uh, I'm like that with with chunky gold rings. Yeah. It's like, if I don't... If I have those, then I think, okay, well, I'm not... I may look like a a tramp, but I'm actually (laughs) not quite living on the streets. (laughs) But do you notice, like, there was a post that was going around the internet the other day, and I can't tell you how many people, like, tagged me in it, and it was... um, you know, you can go from a four out of a ten to to ten out of ten if it's the minute put you put your hoops in. It's yeah. so true. I just instantly feel better. Yeah, it's a bit like putting your teeth in in the morning. Exactly, it? it's exactly the same. Yeah. But do you know what breaks my heart? Whenever I do my book tours or whatever, yeah. I go and sort of have chats with young girls, and they're queuing up to get their their book signed. Yeah. I often see that they've got like gold hoops mm. in and they're wearing like loungewear and they've got like red air, and my heart just swells. Like I think. I love them. I just think that it's so adorable. Have you cleaned your teeth this morning, by no. the way? I Can didn't think see? so. They're looking a bit furry. But they're lovely teeth. No, you've got beautiful teeth, but they are a bit furry. I wash my armpits. No, but that's okay. <laughs> I haven't washed anything. <laughs> I'm disgusting. I didn't know I was going to have all these guests. Otherwise, oh, I would have been so fancy. I didn't know I was being entertaining today. I didn't know I was going to be on show. So, Stace, yeah. you know, fame came upon you quite drastically and quickly. Mm. Did you feel judged in your appearance then or is it something you've never really worried too much about I think the older you get the better you get at dealing with that um so when I was 19 20 I sort of was suddenly on telly and you sort of pick yourself apart don't you you think oh my god my skin's horrendous oh my god my upper arms oh my god I hate that outfit oh my god but actually you realize very quickly you don't have to do that because there's other people to do it for you (laughs) and then as the years have gone on I know this sounds very earnest and very kind of worthy but you realize it's just so unimportant Mm. you know and 
people are really beautiful and really attractive when they've got something to say and the way they make people feel. And of course, I still indulge in fashion. I love fashion. It's like total escapism. But I understand, you know, it's not the priority. Mm. And I care much less. I really do. I, just, mm. I, don't give a, I, don't, I don't care what strangers think. Because if I did, I'd never leave the house. Yeah. So I'm just going to do what I want to do, wear what I want to wear, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's where I am now. Yeah. I mean, you. do you think you've kind of that sentiment and that way of thinking is because you, you've got the luxury of being, or the benefit maybe, of being so successful in what you do and so mm. well respected for what you do that you can afford not to give a fuck about really about clothes? I think... Being in the public eye. And again, without sounding, you know... Very noble. I think because of what I do for a living, I understand ultimately what's important, mm. you know? And the truth is, there are so many women around the world that have got so much fucking worry about mm. other than, you know, Insta photos mm. and kind of making sure you look the part 24-7. I'm just not fussed. Mm. But that's actually, that's what you just said is very interesting because having seen, you know, the hardship that primarily women go yeah. through the women that you focused on in you know Honduras mm. and um, the Philippines and all over the world I mean how do you view people the kind of insta generation who live their lives through insta in terms of their appearance mm. I definitely don't judge them because I think that is their life and that is their world like a really good example is um little saffron the girl that just did uh, strictly yeah so i spent some time with her because we were both doing the tour so i was presenting the tour and she was dancing and um do you know it would be so easy to judge someone like saffron who is pouting all the time and posing and she's always glamorous and always beautiful and nails are on da 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 that's how she earns a living but actually there's so much more to her than that mm. she's actually very considered very um very compassionate she's sort of really lovely with the other girls and actually that's just how she earns her money but it's but I think that's I mean I you know I agree with you and she I mean I haven't met her but Mm. she looks and she came across really as the sweetest person Mm. but it's a shame that that side of her I don't know I don't see her on Instagram or anything but I don't know if that comes across and Mm. whether she 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 presents that about herself because I think that's so important when mm. you see that, you know, she's very bright mm. and she's doing bloody well and, you know, hats off to her. But does she, you know, present that? I think I've only just started hanging out with people who are like vloggers. Mm. Like my first vlogger friend was Joe yeah. Sugg. And I think perhaps not everybody realises how much more they've got to offer than what, they seemingly have do you know what I mean yeah. like they're so bright and actually it takes a lot for a young person to be very successful in an oversaturated market mm. I've, I really have learned actually don't, just mm. don't judge anyone and you've really got to take people as you find them because mm. yeah but you it's, can kind it, of have these preconceived ideas and then you sit down with them and you think shame on you actually for, mm. for thinking that way because it's when you look at someone like Joe he works so mm so hard he, stop. he does not stop and god i admire that you know it doesn't matter what you're doing and Such i think all, as well like, yeah he can't do he's singing, you know? he can dance he's like he is i think the next rowan atkinson yeah he um, he's amazing he took over the west end as well like when he did waitress mm. he, i think people were so kind of 
judgy and they were saying you know why is this kind of youtube kid been given this opportunity because actually he thoroughly deserved it he auditioned mm. like everyone else and he brought an entire different demographic to mm. the theater that is painfully middle class mm. and i just i yeah i full of admiration mm. it's quite good yeah he is he's a, he's fantastic hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, so, my darling, um, when you were appointed your MBE. Yeah. Slightly bitter and twisted and <laughs> But, yeah, I'm fucking MBE. kind of passed me by. Susanna is so much closer to royalty than I am. That's why it's so hilarious that I'm the one. Yeah, come on. Anyway, the irony. But what did you wear when you present, You were given that? You know, I didn't go and collect it. Oh. So, how could you have missed that, Stacey? Look up there next to the Drag Race oh, champagne. Yeah. You see that? Um, what, the can- scented candle? No, past that. What, the kind of baton thing? I'm going to get it. Yeah, get it. This is the oh. MBE piece of paper. I need to get it framed. So it says, Grant of the dignity of an ordinary member of the civil division of the Order of the British Empire. Yeah, with emphasis on the ordinary, ordinary Yeah, I'll have member. to pull them up on that. But um, I was meant to go and collect the, you know, the kind of, what's it called? Medal. The medal. But I didn't have time. I was working and then I never kind of rearranged. So I must sort that out. I mean, that is quite mad amazing yeah i need to get a frame yeah you must do that i've got i've got very i can take it with me and get you it can done take for it you. and just scratch me out and put my name and there. just put your just tip x me out that's a really good idea i think and i'll then do just, that yeah okay so what has been your worst wardrobe oh, I mean, do I start? so many ridiculous outfits i i can't begin to tell you i mean luton was a, a very kind of hazy vibe sort of I used to go down like I've said go down the town dressed in the most ridiculous like bodycon outfits with like heels that I couldn't walk in and like I'd be so desperate to keep with them that they'd, my feet would be blistered oh, you in heels oh my ever. goodness and then I went through quite a kind of waggy phase where I would wear like you know leather leggings and like mm. A white t-shirt and a blazer, Ooh. like you know, kind of just, just, but just not me at all. Mm. Like the last few years, I just kind of. Your clothing is bulletproof now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. No, there was a moment when I was young, man. I was at my cousin's in Luton. We were on this estate, and um, my cousin, who's not really my cousin, but she 
I was talking to this guy and they were all on the bikes, la, 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 la. And it was really cold. But, you know, at that age, you'll just stay out no matter what. Yeah, like, it yeah, could yeah. be sub-zero. It could be, like, minus five. And you're so cold. And I was wearing tights and a skirt. And I remember shivering so hard. I know it sounds like I'm lying, but this is totally true. I shivered the skirt off. But I, no, but I didn't realise. So, so I was stood in the fucking, the tights and the skirt. And I was shivering and the skirt had come down. I had like kickers, little kickers, um, wedged heels. And I was just stood there and everyone was and laughing. you didn't realise that it, you no, it down? No, because it's so cold anyway. So, da, 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 da. And then like all the boys on the bikes were laughing. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Stacey, that's yeah. just amazing. And Only like, you. Yeah. And there was another time when I like wet myself in secondary school. Mm. So like quite old. And I had to take off my school trousers and wear my umbro PE shorts on the walk home. Mm. Yeah, but like I was old enough to yeah to know better, secondary really. school. What? So you're like fourteen? Yeah, yeah. It's quite old. <laughs> yeah, that is quite old. It's quite old. <laughs> you must have had. You did have a wardrobe malfunction on Strictly. I, I didn't. You get kind oh, of hooked yes. up to someone with sequins. So it was like a sequin clash. No, I did have a lot of. Um, fashion situations on Strictly you know what it's like because they're so tiny the outfits are so tiny so actually on the final it was really funny it was really looking like we weren't going to win and I'd sort of totally accepted that I was Mm. certain that Joe was going to win so I was just I was just having fun and then we had to do the Paso which is kind of our best dance really Mm. and I sort of was really going for sort of bang 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 with the skirt and I flashed my like to the whole nation I think it was like 13 million people watching that night or whatever I was like that's so embarrassing I've just shown just shown my my area but luckily you know they're all built in leotards and stuff so it was like you could see the shape but you couldn't see anything else but yeah that that wasn't my kind of my proudest moment but that must have been kind of for someone who dresses kind of like a upmarket slob um (laughs) to then be in all those sequins and those tight fitting clothes how did that did that feel really uncomfortable did you just kind of was it like playing a role yeah I really I really loved it actually it was like total escapism it was like I really threw myself into it and it was weird like the shorter the outfits were getting the happier I was like Mm. you're sort of running about in a pair of like sparkly knickers and a little bra essentially a bikini and I just I loved it I loved the music I loved the dancing I loved the outfits I love the feathers like my samba dress was Mm. just next level ridiculous it was so extra and it was um Carlton was a judge you know from Fresh Prince oh yeah he was a judge because Bruno was blah 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 blah. and um I came down the stairs in like this white leotard covered in white and purple feathers just everywhere I looked like a fantastic drag queen and I was like this is so (laughs) So over the top. I can't even cope. It was wicked. Mm. I know. I've got two of the outfits. Have you? Which yeah. one do you keep? I kept the Paso dress. Yeah. I won in that. And um, the show dance outfit. Okay. Did you nick those or were you given them? I was given the Paso and I nicked the show dance. Yeah. We've always got... I nicked all the hair pieces. Which I'll that. tell you what will happen now. My agent will get an email off of Strictly Wardrobe saying, can we have the show dance outfit back? <laughs> I mean, they're quite mean in that way. I would have thought, you know, they, it's like, but they, they. I mean, it's a good thing. They recycle everything. Yeah, they recycle everything. everything. Yeah, is, I think I had like Debbie McGee's bra at one point because it had Debbie M mm. in the cup. All mine were um, recycled from Anne Widdicombe. 
That's not true. Mm? That's not true. absolute truth. <laughs> they had to take they had to take the seams out at the side a bit of Anne's clothes. Um, is there anything oh, that you hate wearing? Um, oh, what do I hate wearing? I say what is. I'll tell you what I find uncomfortable when you have to go and do like a magazine shoot and a stylist has picked out a load of clothes that aren't your vibe mm. and you don't want to seem ungrateful and you know everyone's got a job to do and, you know, they have a vision for what they need for their like editorial piece. But it's hard to feel confident when you hate what you're wearing. Mm. And you never wear heels. I rarely wear heels. Can you walk in heels? Yeah, I'm actually really good at walking in heels. Are you? I wore heels the other day. When did I ask for heels? I was like, do, I was like, do or something. But Kevin, are you, how much t- how much taller is Kevin than you? He's a bit taller than me, isn't he? But he's not that tall. Yeah. So you, weirdly, are you conscious of that wearing me, heels Susanna with him? Me, Susanna, and Kevin. Just so you know, yeah. me, Susanna, and Kevin all fell madly in love. Mm. We sort of became this very. Um, unusual trio yeah we do with <laughs> three amigos gravitated we towards up. each other in the star bar mm. uh, but he's a bit taller than me but if i put a heel on i think oh, we're the same kind yeah. of height i can't imagine you in heels at all really what would you, what would you wear with it because you you can't wear when I mean, you can wear heels with tracksuit like bottoms heels with track suits. do you yeah i'll show you i'll send you yeah. a picture Okay. And when are you happiest in clothes? And what are you wearing when you're... Is it... This is where you're happiest? This is my... Yeah. I sort of... I feel confident and I feel capable in, like, a really cool tracksuit, like a cashmere tracksuit or, like, a fancy tracksuit with, like, a smart shoe or a smart jacket. Mm -hmm. So I look like, yeah, a casual, smart slob. Yeah. So that's your go-to. That's my... Yeah. That's your go-to look. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, my sweetheart, so you're very young, your child, but one day you are going to die. I know, no, it's true. Have you ever, or can you now please consider what you would like to be buried in? Okay. What would your burial suit be? Jeez. Or what would you like to be remembered for if you can't think of a burial suit? I think I will just be lying in the coffin, naked, with an enormous pair of gold hoops. <laughs> yes! No knickers. No tracksuit, nothing. Just me and my hoops. Much in the same way. Do you remember Kate when she got drew, drawn what by are you Jack? talking about? In Titanic. Oh, yeah. Okay. And she's naked and all she's got is the fancy the necklace. necklace. Yeah. That will be me, but with the hoops. Superb. Yeah. So, Stace, who are your style icons? Is there anyone who you... <sighs> A long time ago, maybe a hundred years ago, there were two women on television called Trini and Susanna. Do you remember them? Vaguely. I loved... Was it Trini? I think I really... (laughs) (laughs) My style icons. Do you know, there's a girl who's from Denmark. Mm. We met for a moment a couple of years ago at the Copenhagen sustainability summit and I've been perving over her for such a long time from a distance and she's just so cool and she's very kind of effortless but also 
kind of oozes like low-key glamour like mm-hmm. she's so wicked a girl called Peniel and then we met for like a couple of seconds and I was genuinely a bit starstruck which is so ridiculous isn't it I just thought like she's bilingual and she's got like a wicked little family and she rewears a lot of her outfits and I just thought oh you've really got it going on I love Vanessa Paradis I think she's yeah. really cool like when her and Johnny were together, I always look at old photos of them. Yeah, because you got your similar. I oh mean, my god, I wish. No, but your similar body shapes, your similar builds. So the stuff that mm. she wears, you could easily wear. She's amazing. Yeah. Jodie Comer, I love. Like she's a sweetheart. Um, mm. She's doing so well. Yeah, she's like she so is. scouse, but like they're all going nuts for her in LA. Yeah. Um, but every time I see her, like she came to one of my screenings and sort of the BAFTAs, but she's so beautiful. Like her face, like. And she'll wear like tracksuits. Yeah. Know, she'll always look kind of quite chill. But mostly like the Scandi girls that live in Copenhagen just kill me. Yeah. Is there anything that, you know how we like to wear things that our partners or boyfriends or husbands hate. don't, they yeah. hate. What is What does Kev hate you in? Oh, so actually on the whole, he's always very sweet. He always says, oh, you look the part, Stace. And he really kind of entertains me if I've bought something new. He mm. says, oh, let me see, give us a twirl. Mm. He pretends he cares. Yeah. But um, there's this pair of sandals that I am completely in love with, like a real treat. Got them in Duty Free, the Chanel's, the Velcro uh, sandals. And I was walking about the house in it, just so, so made up. And he was like, Stacey, they are so horrendous. <laughs> it was like my nan who used to take us to like Grimsby, Cleethorpe's Beach or something. She had a pair very similar from Shoe Zone. And he was like, you could have just, you could have just asked and I'd have, <laughs> I'd have hooked you up. He's like, you've just fallen for the branding. You're such a consumer. And I'm like, Kevin, let me live. He hates them. He really doesn't like them. He doesn't think they're sexy at all. No, they're not sexy, but they're so cool. But they're so cool as well. Like, I just love them. All right, darling, listen, now um, I've got a little present for you. Another one. It's a kind of semi housewarming. Another gift. You won Strictly. Um, you've got the glitter ball up there, which I thought you'd lost. Yeah, someone pinched it at the wrap do, but Kev got me another one made. Oh, he's so it sweet. My heart. So um, this is just to add to, so you can never, ever break free from the label of winning Strictly. Strictly champion. And it's beautifully wrapped. This is my second gift of Susanna, I would just like beautifully to say. Beautifully wrapped. That little tear there in the corner is deliberate. No, of course, it's supposed to. So yeah. I can just look, because then I can just do this. Yeah. Do you see? Yeah. Oh, fucking brilliant! <laughs> do you know, I can put this up tonight. Yeah, it's like you can have it. Get a board, you can have a little disco in here. Do you know what? I'm going to get some blue tack. It won't, it won't work. A bit of sellotape. Blue tack won't work. But when you get into, you move into your new place, well, when yeah, you get your new place, and it is a second, it's like I nicked it off someone who had it already, so I didn't buy it. <laughs> But and then you can hang it. So in your new place, I think it would look really great in the Susanna toilet C. or something. Do you know what it will? And I will because you're yeah, not looking you at will. new places. Yeah. And I'm gonna have um, I'm gonna have like a proper adult. I'm gonna have more than two bedrooms. So yeah. I'll have loads of choices where yeah. I can put my ball. Yeah. My my glittery ball. That's glittery so ball. Thanks, girl. Thank you to the sublime Stacey for allowing us to invade your flat. You were very hospitable and very long suffering. And now, it's the pyjama party! And today, we've got a call I never thought I'd make. Emma? Hello, Susanna? Oh, Emma, (laughs) I'm not going to lie. 
But your wardrobe malfunction, I think, is possibly the best. <laughs> I And I've been there. So will you please tell me what happened? It was excruciating. <laughs> so my husband at the time was running for Mayor of London. So your, Tom, your husband is Stephen? Steve, yes. Steve Norris, OK. Yes, yes. So, and you, have you ever been to the Winter Ball? It's this really sort of, it's the Conservatives big ball they have at the beginning of the year where all the great and the good go. Okay, I'd rather shoot myself in the left yeah. eye, but yeah. <laughs> so, so exactly. So, so Steve, we were going along. Steve was running for mayor. The election was that year. So the, the, there was slightly quite more attention on us than I, I would like to, you know, the normal. Mm -hmm. And um, so I put on this um, long black dress <laughs> and I thought, oh, I'd better put something in uh, underneath to suck me in. So I bought one of the, you know, those spanks that sort of go from the top of your knee all the way up to just underneath your boobs. Yeah, and we're, Trini and I used to make them magic knickers. Well, they were probably ours that you were wearing. One of yours, yeah. anyway. And it had a hole so that you don't... Because you cannot get it off. So a because, hole... Let's be clear now. A hole in the gusset. So that you... A gusset hole. So that you can do a wee-wee wee -wee, without yeah. taking it all down. Yeah. So anyway, obviously, halfway through the dinner, I decide I need to go to the loo. <laughs> So off I go to the loo, and I, I lift up my dress rather smugly, thinking this is just marvellous. I just have to lift up my dress and sit down and release myself. <laughs> and I thought, that's very strange. There's nothing coming out. <laughs> and then I felt this awful, warm, moist feeling going up my back. <laughs> and I realised... I hadn't checked to see if the hole was in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> and it clearly wasn't. So big... it all, it all <gasps> went up my back. Oh, my God. And it was just... And, I, and then in my panic, I was going, OK, you need, to, you need to clench now and stop. And I couldn't because I was so panicked. Oh, my God. So what did you... So you... Oh, hang on. OK, let me just take a deep breath here. <laughs> so basically, you sat on the loo, you but, tried to do a wee through yes. the aforementioned um, yes. convenient little yes. hole. Yes. You misfired. Yes. And all the wee went out your back. Yes. <gasps> so what did you soaked. do? What do you do? So I sat there with my head in my hands and I won't say what I was thinking. I can imagine. And, um, I just thought, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Because I knew I had to go back out because the, the leader of the party at the time, I think it was Michael Howard, was about to stand up and, you know, say how marvellous my husband was. And I knew I had to be there sitting next to him looking adoringly. And I thought, I've got to go back out. So I took it off. What? I literally... <laughs> so I, I got undressed, took this soaking wet bit of Spanx kit off, put my dress back on, and went out there, Nicholas. Oh, my God. But did the dress get wet? Well, it was a little bit damp, but because it was black... It didn't really show. Notice. And I had a, a little jacket that I just went and put on. But I, some poor person will have gone and found this soaking wet <laughs> garment behind the loo because I just wrapped it up and left it there. I can't believe you did. It is literally the best. That is the best thing because I think we've all been there. We've, you yes. know, anyone who's worn support underwear yes. has been there in some shape or form. Yes, well, I haven't worn it again. I'm not bloody well surprised. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know what, Emma? I love you 
for um, telling me that. And, and it just illustrates how we can celebrate wardrobe malfunctions yes. because they make the most brilliant stories. Well, I know. And everyone I've told laughed hysterically. I'm not surprised. <laughs> well, you are. You and your Spanx are superstars. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank and, you, and bless you for, for um, ringing in with it. Thank you so, so much. <laughs> All, right. All right, Emma. Take thank care. You. Have Bye. a lovely day. Thank you. Big Bye. kiss. Bye. Bye. Oh, we've reached the end of this episode. Still there? Then you must have liked it enough to give us a five-star rating and review. Before we go, thanks to our magnificent house band duo. Don't forget to find and follow them at Duo Guitar Music. Thanks again to the gorgeous Stacey Dooley. I love you. And of course, thanks to you for listening. Catch up again soon. Until then, my wardrobe is officially closed. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 